Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's most prominent media, we'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello and welcome to the Experts Podcast. Welcome, Lana Hill. Thank you, Nick Hayes. Hey, welcome. let's play a little tennis. Sure. Hey, tennis? I'm, on the Experts Podcast? I know. Are you crazy? I thought you'd never ask. Well, let's play it. Well, <laughs> it is a little bit of game of tennis that we're going to play here today because it's a chance to look back and review on some of the podcasts that we've done. Now, we haven't done it for a little while, so we're not going to do every one. Yeah, we can't. And 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 no 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 sort of foul on anyone that we missed. We've had so many good ones. Yeah, we this have. This would have to be an hour long if we were going to cover every single one since the start of the year, Nick Hayes. Yeah, and look, it's a great opportunity to, just to have a listen. And if you've been a regular listener to the Experts Podcast, have a think back as to sort of and remember what you actually did here and what you did learn. Yeah. And the other angle is if you first time to the Experts Podcast, here's a great little pointer to it. Totally. Find out how and what we thought of those performances. Yeah. I'm going to start with you, Lani Hill. What caught your attention over the last season? Oh, plenty. Well, in no particular order, I must say, but my first one is Janine Chatfield. (laughs) I know you were were thinking Janine as well. You have just hit down an ace, (laughs) an ace to start the show. Do you reckon I should have started like... With anything less than an A? I think you're showing all your cards. So, But Janine Chatfield, uh, SCA uh, executive producer. Breakfast 94.5, yeah. And, you know, the reason, obviously I, I always love it, Nick, when we interview media on the Experts podcast because I still feel like I've got a lot to learn and I love learning yep. from the professionals. But the thing that really inspired me with Janine was – you know, she came back into media as a as a mature age student, effectively with two kids, yep. the Whopper course full time. Like yep. I, as a mum and as someone that you know, I wish I had a more, done better and more study back in the day. I just found it so inspiring, and she backed herself, and look at where she is now. So hats off, Janine. I just um I loved interviewing you. No, Janine Chatfield, definitely a a great friend of Media Stable as well. Yep. We've been following her career. Uh, you know, since she was at WAPA yeah. and, and, and part of a university student. And she very much, and to all the experts that use Media Stable here, uh, Janine follows the media board. She yeah. was she was contacting and still contacts those experts that she was comp- contacting back in her university days. It's so cool. So it's a great message to everyone out there. If you are contacted by a student um, or you're contacted by a media that's not necessarily that big-end media that you're looking for, yeah, yeah. make sure that you make yourself available and do that engagement because you just don't know where they will end up. Absolutely. And uh, I, I adore Janine. I think she, uh, and again, my big thing with her was just, and to your point, was around life experience. Oh, massive. Yeah. It, it, you know, 
a lot of us will look around in media and see that a lot of the producers, uh, a lot of the journalists tend to be a little younger than they have sort of ever been. Yep. Not because we're getting older, Lana, so, which, <laughs> no, is, that's which is actually happening. very true, <laughs> but they are and they don't tend to have that wealth of knowledge and experience and also too little black book of, of people to contact. And Janine has that. Yeah. Um, and, and to your point, she actually is her audience as well. Oh, totally. Oh. Yeah. And I just love how quickly she was able to sum up, this is what, you know, 94.5 Breakfast is about um, and, you know, Meet the Media. She was one of the stars at Meet the Media Perth last year too. Well done, Janine Chatfield. Now mine, I'm hitting one down. Do I, it. I don't know, ace. I don't know if it's going to be an ace, but look, it's going to be close. <laughs> It'll be into the body. Uh, Holly Ludman uh, from yes. the Livestock Collective. Love that. Formerly of the Sheep Collective and uh, what a story to tell. What an inspiration because as a vet, a trained vet who took on I suppose probably one of the biggest challenges that anyone would find in media. I've got goosebumps right now thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, it is big to yeah. take on animal rights people, and not because she's against what they do, they stand for, because her beliefs are just as high around the the welfare of animals yeah. and the animals that are in her protection is just as high. It's just. She got a chance to tell her story. And when oh. you only hear one side of the story, yep. you start to believe it. And that's where it gets very dangerous for everyone. Hats off to Holly. Oh, I'm, I'm, I am a big fan of hers. Yep. Uh, I know that we played a bit of a role in it, as did many others. Lush played a role in it. Um, the Hub played a role in it. But I think that she's just one of those people that took on, took on the advice, took on also to the opportunity to present herself and present her side of the story yeah. and has since then created a movement that uh, finally the people on the land have a voice. Exactly. Yeah, and she's she's really genuinely – I mean, it sounds a little bit dramatic, but it's true. She's really almost changed the course of history in a way because all the, the groundswell was against live export. Correct. It was totally against live export – particularly here in Western Australia, but really all over the country. And the way that she changed that and everybody that was involved in that project, again, you know, it's not, it wasn't just Holly. There were there were teams on both sides involved, but it was a bit of a David and Goliath story. So, yeah, one definitely great picnic case. Yeah, if you are listening right now and if you have a campaign or if you have something that is a little bit contentious that you really want to raise, go and listen to Holly. Yeah, Because big one. as far as a bigger topic, I don't think you can can get uh, the one that she has battled and battled well. Well done, Holly Ludman. Yes, very good. All right, it's time for another ace, Nick Hayes. Oh, here we go. What have you got? <laughs> well, I'm yeah, I'm picking my my media our, our our media interviewees first. And Gareth Parker was our first one, one that we kicked off the year Look with. Look at that little smile on your face. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna make fun of me Look on the at podcast. That smile on your I am face. a big Gareth Parker fan, and I'd never met him before the podcast. Never. No. So my my impression of him was that he was quite serious quite newsy, which of course he is all of those things and a really, you know, impressive um, media pedigree. But as you've said before, Nick, we got him right at the start of his new gig at, at 6PR. So doing he's mornings. the breakfast presenter on 6PR, yeah. formerly held by Milsey and Basil Zemplis. Yeah, and what massive changes they made at 6PR. Yeah. And, and he, 
Yeah, you could say he was nervous. You could say he was sort of thinking, yeah, okay, I've got this big job to do. But it, it was really refreshing for me to, yeah, just sit here and have a bit of a chat with him, but also to see the, the genuine emotions that were part of his new gig. Yeah, definitely got him at a time when it was very raw for him. Yeah. Even getting up that early and him having a laugh about Nescafe uh, coffee over the fact that uh, there's no baristas open at 3am uh, oh, in the morning yeah, when you're so getting early. there. But he he is a newsy guy he is the guy that um he he's made this show his own yep and it was such a a challenge because it had always been a bit of a comedy duo a wake up not so heavy um very light breakfast program to what is now a very news driven start your day informed yeah uh media look i've known gareth for a long time and i i think he i'm a fan as well i won't maybe not as much as a fangirl (laughs) as you are but I like his style. Yeah. I like what he does. And for those that are listening, if you're listening in New South Wales, he's got a very Ben Fordham style program. Yep. Uh, a very different to Ross and Russell at, at 3AW. Well, you might have seen him on the project. Well, you might have seen him there. And, and I tell you, <laughs> the, the, the guy gets, he just he just has a little bit of everything. And I think, um, you know, if you'll find that if you listen to the program that you get it. And he's, look, for everyone listening, if you want to know the kind of stories that gets Breakfast Radio going... Yes, exactly. Go and have a listen to Gareth Parker and uh, and find out because the more you know about him, more about you know about his style, then you're going to get some success. Yeah, some insight. All right, here comes down one. <laughs> look, I... Steve Harris from the brand agency. I knew you were going to pick Steve. You did? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I had to because it has been our most downloaded podcast ever. True story. Now, partly, not because it was just great content, and I know Steve listens to this, and uh, Steve, hats off to you. Hats off, Steve. Because it was a really, really good podcast, but (laughs) Steve, in his natural environment, is a fighter. Yeah. He, he is a salesman. He is driven. a competitor yeah, yeah. through and through. Yeah. And when we told him that Gavin Bain was actually our you know our leading podcast, he ended up getting this particular podcast onto Campaign Brief. He had it shared with the entire <laughs> network that the brand agency sits under. Motivated. And uh, got them all to listen. And I tell you what, and a lot of others have too. So, um, look, Steve is a legend in this game, yeah. in this in this uh, communications, marketing and advertising game. And uh, he was the former prez of the Fremantle Football Club. Yep. Uh, he is a name that really, uh, the big contracts go to yep. um, when they want to tell a story. And Steve, very, you know, friendly, gave us uh, everything. Uh, that even those that are just starting out, a bit of a feel for all his experience and knowledge. And it's something that, uh, no, it was very generous of him. Oh, totally. Yeah, and for those playing at home, the brand agency is, is where Steve's from. And, um, yeah, it was really great for me as well because obviously, Nick, our podcast is about experts and media, but advertising agencies, you know, they play such a massive role in in what we do. Such a good point, Lana, because we, we sometimes dismiss advertising yeah. because we are always dealing with experts and commentators and Editor- and their, and editorial and yep. their IP and their content and knowledge. But in the communications game, the advertising plays such a big role yep. because you're not always going to get your expertise out there. You know, you're not always going to – the news cycle is not going to always be there and present for you. Yep. So you've got to throw advertising into it, particularly if you're selling a product or service. That's where it, it works. 
If you can use your expertise, though, when you're selling a product and service, it's the beautiful compliment. It's that full suite of media that you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. Love it. What have you got, Lana? Well, uh, the lovely Melanie McFarlane <gasps> was one of my five picnic Wow. You know, and when you say Melanie McFarlane, I'm just hearing the laughter. I'm hearing Great her laugh. Great laugh. Great oh, laugh. My God. And so passionate about what she does. But the reason I picked this podcast, so uh, for everybody listening, Melanie um, is a, an immigration expert and really plays a very important part, um, I think, in, in Australia. Very but topical right now, Lana. So topical. And that the thing that really hit me about this interview was the role that the media can play in getting bringing an issue like immigration and obviously the impact that, that COVID has had on uh, immigration into Australia. She can actually play a really big part in getting the this story where it needs to be to create real change. Yes. And that was inspiring to me. And I I didn't really think about it until she rattled off some stats around, you know, the the impact that is is being felt in the economy, you know, as a result of us not having um, migrants in Australia at the moment. So I, yeah, I learnt a lot just interviewing Melanie and I thought, fantastic, you're really using media in a very powerful and important way. Melanie will be very powerful over the next 12 to 18 months yeah. in that, in our fight back and our return to what was the pre-COVID uh, times. And I, I think Melanie's got that energy and enthusiasm. And I really, really enjoyed that. I'm glad you've picked Melanie because um, it was also on my list as well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got in first. Got in first. <laughs> but, you know, the the enthusiasm and the delivery yes. is what media is looking for. Great for radio, really, really good conversations and delivers it with a passion. It's uh, it's it's such an important topic because uh, particularly those that are out there that are trying to employ people at the moment or trying to keep their businesses afloat, uh, movement of people just doesn't exist between borders here in Australia, let yeah. alone borders uh, on it's our crazy. national level. Yeah. Wonderful stuff. Well, my next one, yes. Tanya Ciccone. Oh, good pick. CEOs for gender, diver- for gender equity. So I... I, I really think there's a bit of a theme going on. And, and, and since the start of this year, it, or even earlier back with the Me Too movement, yes. but with what's particularly gone on in federal government, yep. um, the look at the way women are being treated within those uh, workplaces that yep. might not necessarily uh, be conducive to uh, safe and fair practice and uh, also to the, the sexual misconduct that's going on right around oh, the globe. Yeah. I mean, I, I just felt with Tanya, the way that she deals with it, Yeah, um, you could say, and she makes it very clear in this particular podcast, that she's not a raving feminist. If anything, <laughs> she's the complete opposite. Um, but she stands for... Uh, women's rights and she stands for it in a way that deals with and she knows her audience men as well it can't be just one-sided yeah uh, we all need to be on the journey together. Correct. Yep. And, and Tanya embraces that and tells that so well. I love her backstory. I love her yes. nonna. Her backstory oh, was gorgeous. It, it is. And you just sit there and you go, because Tanya Ciccone. <laughs> it, it's very Italian. <laughs> but it's she just delivers it beautifully. Yeah, I agree. And she's not 
just uh, the CEO. It is her role in life. Yes. And I found that and I thought, you know what, that's a great expert. When you're, when you're not just doing it as a job, you're doing it because that's just what you do. Totally. Well, she'd been on that journey herself. Just to explain that feminist statement, you know, she she sort of was from a different uh, way High of High up in the public service. Yeah, that's right. And then she realised what the benefits were, not just moral benefits, but economic benefits, social benefits um, to, you know, to gender equity. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally agree, Nick. Love that. Love that interview. Yeah, good one. And uh, you know what? As a male, too, sitting there <laughs> listening to that, because I think, you know, we need to be a part of this. You have to be. I totally agree. If we're not agree. a part of it, then there is no solution. Alienating yet. anyone, blokes yeah. or, or uh, women, it's not productive. No. I totally agree. Very good. What have you got, Lana? Well, next I have the uh, lovely Karina Chapman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How good was she? She was so great. And look, I have to put my hand up and say I'm a little bit biased here because Karina's come through the expert registry program. Oh, hello. And no, but it honestly, I feel like a proud mum because, <sighs> you know, not to say that Karina couldn't have done this on her own. I'm yep. sure she could have. And she's just, she is a very natural media talent. Yep. But what I love about Karina is through the expert registry program, I think she so acutely understands how to... Uh, make her message and her story very, very attractive to media. Yep. And that's a skill that can take a really long time to deliver. Karina's done a lot of work around her message, um, speaking. She, um, Karina's a messi- um, member of Speakers Tribe. Uh, but, yeah, I just – I'm so proud of her and she's been prolific in the media since she upgraded to a media stable. Yeah. And I'm just – I love her work. She's such a positive, energetic woman and I just um, – I love her work. So, and also a little story – um, Karina actually flew over a couple of weeks earlier before we did the podcast. Yes. And we did have her booked in to do that. And she actually made the effort to come and down and see us. And, it was so nice. And meet up. And I think when you get to meet someone in person, yeah. you know, a lot of the times, uh, particularly in a COVID environment, we're not doing a lot of uh, in-person events. We're not doing a lot of yeah, in-your-face meets. We're doing a lot of them on Zoom over the phone. But uh, wonderful to see her. Um, great talent, great energy as well. Oh, it's such a natural. And her topic in, in around relationships and connections yeah. and um, her even particular way that she goes about it really resonates with a lot of people. It resonated with me and resonate and I'm you know, I'm married and, and, and in a relationship, etc. But it's more it's even friendships. Yeah. It's more it's more than just love. And well, I and I, I really think that that would fit a very uh, a big market, a big audience opportunity for her. She hasn't gone completely niche. She's gone into a space where uh, it, it sort of appeals to everyone. Oh, exactly. And that's, yeah, it, that you've hit the nail on the head there. She does dating and relationships and friendships, connection. That's her area of expertise. But she totally gets that she's got to take it from a bit of a different angle to get that media cut through. And she's delivering on it. And, um, yep, love your work, Karina. Well done, Karina. <laughs> well, heading over to another young lady who... Um, Again, probably sitting on the same thing that I just spoke about with uh, Tanya Ciccone. Yes. Dr. Catherine Shine. Uh, I knew you'd pick this one. From, that was a cracker. From Curtin University. She's the head of journalism there. And look, this all came together because uh, I was introduced uh, by uh, to, to Catherine and her work and her, her recent research that she had done. Uh, so got a bit of a feel for it and anything, anyone that can give me some research around who the experts are, what do they do, what's holding them back um, and particularly the male-female dominance yes, of experts so across the country and also too across the globe. 
really got my interest. Catherine is she's a natural journalist by I, I think by industry by trade. Yep. And probably, and as an academic, we don't have a lot of academics on our books. We need more. We probably do need a lot more. Um, <laughs> but I always have a bit of a theory that academics, in theory, know their stuff. Business people know it in practice. Yeah. And I, I tend to go for practice more so than theory. But Catherine really did open my eyes a little bit more to the dominance that male, uh, the male expert and commentator has, and why. Yeah. Not because. You know, <laughs> that's just a fact that there is more male commentators out there, but just the why, what's holding females back? Yeah. And what can we do exactly to, as a media as well, yep. um, enhance and bring forward 50% of the global population <laughs> being female? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah, I think well, one of the points she made was, you know, maybe women would be more um, uh, likely to engage with media, talkback radio being a good example, if they could hear more women on the radio. Well, more leadership. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. But it's it's chicken egg. It's, you know, how do we how do we solve the issue? But you're right, we can do something about it. But there's a really have it go back to Dr. Catherine Shine if you're a female and also to if you are male and have a listen to the the things that are holding back women yep. from being an expert, from being a commentator in the media around their industry and stopping them from being an authority. Yeah. And I think you'll get a feel a lot of them are easily addressed. A exactly. lot of them are so easily addressed. It comes with confidence. It comes with training. Yep. It comes with understanding the media cycle and how it works and relationships. Absolutely. And I think, you know, what I did love about Catherine and her message was that it just resonated with the whole media stable approach yes. to connecting experts. And one interesting stat that I was able to give to, to Dr. Catherine Shine, Lana, was that we actually have more female experts within Media Stable yeah. than we do have male. It's great. And I think that knocked Dr. Catherine Shine off her, uh, <laughs> off her feet a little. She just goes, you've got what? Because it, we are, we, we've, we've never ever flo flowed with the, the river. We've, we've always gone against the trend yep. uh, at Media Stable because we knew that there were certain things that weren't quite right. Yep. And that was a great opportunity for us to express that. And I, I really do thank her. And I'm still talking to her. We um, are. We will be doing some more research with her as well. And, um, and I've got a big mission. And if you're an academic out there right now listening and you haven't got a voice, you haven't got a platform to express your uh, knowledge, your experience, your intellectual your property, yep. your research, come and have a chat to us because Please. I definitely want to hear more academics out there and academics that want to do it and academics that do it well. Yep. Because there's a lot of academics out there, Lana, that don't do it too well. <laughs> well, we can help in that we department. Can we can help. <laughs> All right. My last one was one of our most – actually, was it our most recent one? The beautiful Sarah Wells. <gasps> yes. uh, Sarah is a finance and banking expert. I think yes. that's that's her title. But Sarah – Sarah, she's a yeah, she's essentially a money expert. I the reason I picked this is because as we were sitting here talking to her, Nick, and again, she's a wonderful media talent. Speaks in gorgeous, sort of snippable little comments, sound bites. Yeah, just a yes, yeah, supernatural uh, media talent. But the reason I loved it is because as we were talking to her, I was sitting there thinking about the little things I could do. 
and implement within my own life. And that, I think, is one of the biggest things you should be able to do as a media commentator is make people think. And also, we were straight away, you and I were like, oh, this is how it applies to my life. This is how, you know, this is what you've made me think about while we're sitting here. And that's why she's so good because she just very naturally um, kind of makes it relevant and makes it relatable and, um, yeah, definitely made me think about how to save some more money. I, I, I was definitely a witness to all. <laughs> of that it was yeah. like a, it was watching you just going ding ding <laughs> ding light bulb light bulb light totally. bulb moment but what was i what i found really refreshing and and this is a really good message for everyone that's listening is that some people can over prepare and really get caught up um, in the numbers, the crossing the T's and dotting the I's and put a lot of pressure on themselves to be the very best that they can. Yep. And Sarah, I don't think Sarah will mind me saying this because it, it, it was really, really refreshing. Sarah did not want to be over-prepared for yeah. it. She did not want to know the full flow of everything and what – she just said, look, let me be as natural as I possibly can. Yep. And that is in her – I guess that in her toolkit, yeah, she's a natural conversationalist. She can deliver on the questions. She listens intently. Yeah, she's connected. She's engaged. Totally, and she's present. Yep. And I think that's a great message for all experts out there: is that don't put so much pressure on you. Look, I, I know Lana. I, I could name them, but I won't name them. But I know a lot of experts out there that go over in their head the scripted type yeah. sort of thing. They're almost visualising the words in their mind and not really present in the conversation yep. or present uh, in the actual media engagement. So you really want to be as natural as you possibly can. And totally. Sarah nailed that. Yep. I just think it was one of the most free-flowing yep. um, podcasts that we have done. Um, across our whole series, yeah. across our whole time, because um, it was we've got our questions, we've got our targets, we've got our direction that we want to take. Yeah. But Sarah just calmed us down and said, "Hey, let's just just let's just let's just riff." Yeah, it was great. She owned it. Absolutely she, owned it. She certainly did. And well done, Sarah, because it's um it's such a good chat. And also too, I think that comes out also as a real authentic who you are and 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 the kind of experience that you would have with your client is that it's a topic that I think particularly when you're talking money and budgeting, yep. people don't like doing it. And they just want to almost like so put it aside and say, look, I, I'll, I'll address it sometime. I'll address it another time. Yeah. It's hard work. The thing I really love though, and Sarah said, and she's right, there are a lot of uh, money and financial commentators in the media that come from a very dry kind of accounting perspective. And Sarah's is almost the opposite of that. It's still very grounded in fact and and yeah, and the the qualifications, but it was about, you know, everyday Australians in case. Well done, Sarah. Well, my last one yes. is my, my two favourites. They've, they've got a joint profile at Media Stable. Ooh. They've been around for a little while and uh, one actually, uh, funnily enough, won a car on her radio. Oh. Uh, or I, should, I don't know if I'm meant to mention that. <laughs> Lorna Cook, Lorna, Lorna Cook, Julie Adams. Oh, what a gorgeous pair of Chemo women. Chemo at home. Making a real difference. Making a big difference. And um, and it's something that I think, uh, I, I do recall, I, I got a little emotional because I had I've, I lost two parents to cancer. And um, I, I would take my mother down to do the chemo at the, uh, at the hospital 
and it's look it, it is just one of the most impersonal things that you can do um, that the patient is being as brave as possible mm. and even though they're as scared as they can be but they're being brave for you who is taking them down and it's doing all of the things and you and you just go why isn't there a better solution yeah. in today's world with technology the way that it is and the way that we're built why aren't we doing something better and chemo at home I tell you, it's just one of those organisations that just makes sense. Yeah. And if you don't think you're ever going to be touched by cancer in your life, yeah, think you're again. Kidding yourself. You yeah, think again. Totally. You'll know a family member. You'll know a friend. You'll know someone that's been affected by it. And when that happens, this is the organisation that should be doing it. And it would t- make so much sense, relieving hospital strains, ramping, all of the kind of things that we're on. I got a bit political on that one. I do recall too. So that I got emotional great, though. and I got political. So um, to Julie Adams, to Lorna Cook, keep up that good fight, yeah. young ladies, because it it's such an important one. And I'm just so proud to be working with you. I just can't beat that roundup, Nick. Oh, oh, God, did I do a roundup? Do I? Did I finish myself up? I very rarely do that. Well, no, it was it was exceptional. Well done, and what a great series too. And to those that we missed, look, you were just as much up there as part of it. And if you've ever gone back and have a look at some of our um, our podcasts, the experts podcast, whether it's media or an expert, you find someone in your field or space, find out how they do it. Yeah, find out what inspires them. What's yeah. their backstory? And I love a good backstory. Yeah, we all do. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was the lovely thing too about you know, and even some that we didn't pick on our, our list today. The getting to hear the personal side of why people are doing what they do in business, why they're doing media, what they've had to overcome. Like, yeah, I, lo- I love that stuff too. Now we're not quite finished. I didn't, oh. I didn't prepare you for this, this uh, Lana su- Hill surprise. Well, there is a little bonus one. Oh, yes, we did another one. We did one with our colleagues. Ah, uh, yes. John Solvanda and Emily Morgan. That was absolutely fantastic. We're so biased here, though. You know that, don't we? We are, and I won't. <laughs> I won't make this a big one, but I think you've, if you've. If you've got the time, go and have a listen to John Solvander and Emily Morgan. For one, it was Em's first uh, podcast. Yep. Very nervous, yep. and but she just owned it. Oh, she did. Em, you know the advice she gave, outstanding. Yep. And yep. John Solvander, who has actually done the Experts podcast before. I mean, he is our spiritual leader. He is. I describe him as the conductor of the orchestra <laughs> when it comes to bringing the media together and the content and the connections. Yeah. He just. You know, if, if, if everyone was watching right now, I'm using my hands Conducting as, the a, invisible orchestra. As, a con- <laughs> as a conductor, but um, just brilliant inside knowledge. Yeah, oh, massively. I agree. If I could have listened to that podcast at the start of my media journey, Nick Hayes, like, I reckon that would have been incredibly valuable. Those guys, their knowledge astounds me. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a really good call. Thank you, Lana, because that's, that's a big message and a big hoo-ha for them because for someone – to start off and to get access to that kind of intel, oh, huge! It, it is enormous. And, and sometimes we get asked at Media Stable, Lana, and I don't know if it happens over at Expert Registry, <laughs> why, do you, why do you give all this away? Why do you give all this intel, this education away? Yeah. And I'll tell you the one thing that motivates us to do this. I want, the be- I want people to be the best they possibly can in front of the media. Absolutely. Because there's two winners here. Okay, the two winners are is the media. Yeah, the media wants the best expert and the best delivery from you because all they care about is their audience mm. and making sure that they get the very best. Yep. And then the other winner 
is the expert. Absolutely. Because when they're up in lights, they're presenting their knowledge, their experience, their, uh, their authority in their, in their area of, and field of excellence, then they're winning. Absolutely. And I, it just is good for everyone. It is good for everyone. And I, I think too, you know, yes, of course, we focus on media results and media outcomes, but you know, it transfers into so many other parts of your business. Um, Yeah, it's incredibly worthwhile. Well, it would be remiss of us not to lead people to a certain space or to find out more about how they can get involved. Lana, if people want to come and join Expert Registry, how do they do it? Well, yeah, jump on to (laughs) expertregistry.com.au. That was very good, Nikes. Very smooth little segue there. And if you're a little (laughs) bit more advanced and you're already doing uh, a little bit of media already, come and join us at mediastable.com.au. Yep. Um, love to see you there. Uh, there's plenty of room and opportunity, whether you're in any state. Oh, so much room um, for everybody. And the media today totally. is looking for you. They just don't know that you're uh, ready to talk. Yeah. Well done. Great episode. Hey, um, well done on the review and, and well done to everyone that was mentioned here today. Uh, definitely a lead and a cut above the rest uh, when it comes to being an expert or media. Yep. But we look forward to having your company next week when we talk to another media or another expert. See you then. You have been listening to the Experts Podcast powered by Media Stable. To get in touch with the team, head to the Media Stable website, mediastable.com.au.